0: Hi, I'm Dr. Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, Master Certified Coach, and the Founder and Director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Maria Nemeth, and I'm here with my dear friend Kalika Yap, And, uh, happy new year, everyone. Happy new year, Dr. Neymar. Oh, happy new year to you. As we talked about in our last podcast, the year has gone by so quickly, hasn't it? It's amazing. And I think at this time of year, we look at how I'm going to be successful this year. You know, how, how can I measure my successes? And so I want to talk a little bit about a definition of success that I've found that might be useful for you. It looks at how you are being more than what you're doing. So success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. Where clarity is all about being clear about what's important to you. Focus is learning how to focus your brain on what it is that's important to you without being distracted. Ease is all about learning how to take small, sweet steps toward any goal so that you're not exhausted. And we'll talk about that later. And then, of course, grace. Grace is what happens to us when we experience blessings that are unpredictable. You know, we'd never thought to have them, but that sense of being blessed. And the gateway to grace, of course, is gratitude. Because the more you can exercise gratitude in your life, the more you are opened up to that experience of the blessings that truly surround you. But for this podcast in particular, I'd love to look at the clarity part. What do you think?
1: Yeah, a lot of people are setting their New Year's resolutions and sometimes it would be great to get your advice and how to do that with clarity, focus, ease and grace.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, in In our last podcast, uh, we talked about making promises that are sweet for things that you love. And now we can talk about other kinds of promises, like promises for how you're going to conduct, let's say, conduct your business this year. you know Number one, are you clear about what the importance of your business is. I'm going to say this a little more. Are you looking at the specific contribution that your business brings to the marketplace? You know, I'm, I'm saying this because so much of my time is spent in supporting entrepreneurs, you know, people who you know, if, if I I say Kalika that the difference between, for example, an entrepreneur and someone who works in a in a large corporation is that for entrepreneurs, in order for us to eat a fish tonight, we have to catch it today. But for someone working in in a corporation, it doesn't matter if they've caught a fish today or. Tomorrow, they have to make the quota by the end of the quarter. But there is not that urgency that there is for those of us who are entrepreneurs. I'm sure you found that for yourself, right? Being a and we call it a serial entrepreneur. What is it like for you?
1: Well, I think at a certain point in the very beginning, certainly we're the ones catching the fish. And then as you, you know, learn and grow. Then you can start training other people to fish for you so that you have freedom and flexibility, which is really, I think, the goal for all entrepreneurs is to have freedom and flexibility. This is so wonderful. As a matter of fact, would you do me a favor?
0: Repeat that. Repeat what you just said. And everyone listening who is an entrepreneur, would you take this in? Because so many of us forget this and it's. I think, one of the reasons that we want to be entrepreneurs to begin with.
1: In order to be an entrepreneur, it's important to remember you're building a business, not a job. And that means creating a business that can run without your day-to-day effort. So I know that you were talking earlier about catching fish, and your point was to make sure that Everyone knows that entrepreneurs have this sense of urgency whenever they're building their business because the buck stops with them. Exactly. You're also pointing, however,
0: to a different vision of what a business for an entrepreneur can be, which is that building your business in such a way that you've trained other people to first help you catch the fish and then later catching them for you. This is is one of the parts of being an entrepreneur that so many of us miss out because I work with so many people who have spent years and years of their life being the only person who's really catching the fish.
1: And as an entrepreneur, you can lay out the vision on how You have your employees catch the fish, right? And that goes back to your point about how are you going to be this year? What are you going to be practicing being rather than doing? Exactly.
0: So getting back to our definition then of success, success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. Regarding clarity, are you you clear about the contribution and the purpose of your business is much different than a business plan or even a business goal. What warms your heart and nourishes your spirit about this particular business? Are you clear about that? And you know, There are so many things in life that get in the way of us being clear, aren't there? So many competing tasks, things that we have to do, things that we're responsible for. But being clear about what it is you're doing this for gives you some sweet energy that allows you to continue on. So clarity. Now, one way to become clear is uh, something that I call looking at your life's intentions. The definition of a life's intention is a direction, aim, or purpose that gives your life a sense of meaning. Now, I'm going to give you some examples of life's intentions and tell me if some of them light up for you, Kalika. And And also, those of you who are listening, I'll say them slowly enough so if you want, you can write a few of these down. To be financially successful. Now, (laughs) so many people say to me, No, wait a second. Financially successful? What does that mean? I don't know if I can do that. Now, if success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace, then being financially successful is doing what you said you would do consistently with money, with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. And by that definition, there are many millionaires that I've worked with Kalika over the years who worry about money, who are ashamed of the amount of money that they're making. And I remember one woman saying to me, you know, I have daughters and every time they call me, I don't know if they're really calling because they want to speak with me because that conversation always always turns to uh, money, money that I can give them. And she said, you know, it, it kind of breaks my heart. Now, that's not financial success. Many people who have a lot of money worry about it, worry if they're going to lose it, worry about uh, what people might think of them if they knew how. Wealthy they were. I remember one man saying to me, You know, I come from a very famous family. And when um, I'm at a party and people ask me what my name is, and I tell them, their eyes light up and they say, Oh, are you part of that family? And of course, my answer is yes. And that family is known for being quite wealthy. So he said, immediately changes the, the, uh, energy of the people that I'm talking to. And I've I've had people, Kalika, who didn't earn a lot of money, but they were able to go to, they were able to travel, they were able to have what they really wanted in life. They saved their money and they were quite happy with this energy of money that they were using, being very clear about where they were going to put it. So I say, if you're listening to this, let me coach you for a moment. If you're listening to this, put down on your New Year's pledge that you are willing to be financially successful by this definition. Willing to do what you said you would do consistently with money, with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. Now, other life's intentions include to be physically fit and healthy, to be a successful entrepreneur, to be a loving family member, to be an adventurer, to be well-traveled. How do these sound to you, Kalika, as you're hearing me say them?
1: Well, I think you're taking a holistic pr- approach on our entire life's journey, It's not just having a goal of just making a ton of money. It's, you know, being able to connect with people who love you, being able to expand your awareness by traveling. So it sounds really great, Dr. Nima. Well,
0: thank you. A few more life's intentions include to be a successful poet or artist or to be a successful author. Let me tell you a little story about being a successful author, can I? There was this uh, this plan I had to write a book about money. So my first book is called You and Money. And I love that little book. So I I promised I would write the book. Now, the minute the book was written, I was being a successful author. Do you see that? because I had done what I said I would do. Next, I decided I wanted to become a successfully published author, which is a different thing. And so I shopped the manuscript around to a bunch of people, and no one really accepted it, so I decided to publish it myself. So the minute I did, I became a successfully published author. Well, one day I was at at a lecture. It was Pema Chodron, and... I uh, helped one of the people that was dealing with the microphone. They were recording it. So after and when everybody had left and I was helping them with their wiring and packing up, this woman asked me, well, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, you know, among other things, I write and I've just completed a book. She said, oh, really? What's the name? I said, well, it's called You and Money. It's kind of a spiritual guide. And she said, this is great. I'd love to see a copy. And I just happened to have one You know, in my car. (laughs) So I gave it to her. She said, I'm going to take it to my boss. And uh, two weeks later, I get a call from Sounds True, which is a very, just a wonderful publishing company. They have all kinds of courses now. And they said, we would love to record you doing money, but we'd love you to uh, change the words. And I said, okay, how about calling it the energy of money? They said, great so i went to colorado they put me in a sound booth for 3 days they shoved sandwiches under the door they kept asking me about money and we created this this tape series and it's it is a wonderful sweet little course well um an agent a new york agent happened to listen to it and she said this is great i bet you i could get you a publisher to publish this book and So she sent it to the publisher, Ballantyne. They loved it. I did the next book, which is called The Energy of Money. And then about a year later, someone on the Oprah show read it, loved it, and called me and asked if I would be on the Oprah show uh, demonstrating some of the principles in the book. So, you know, starting small and doing what you said you would do with clarity, focus, ease, and grace, and a lot of gratitude, a lot of grace. Okay, folks, one step invariably leads to another, and then another. So if you like these life's intentions, the sound of the life's intentions, getting back to this, I suggest that you go to energyofmoneycourse.com. That's energyofmoneycourse.com. There you'll see three courses and the silver course. We have bronze, silver, and gold. The silver course is the one that has the uh, life's intentions inventory that you can take and we relate it to money. It's uh, These are lovely courses that you can take from me. You have me coaching you on this, on these virtual courses to have breakthroughs in your relationship with the energy of money. So any of you who are interested in that, uh, please go there. But the thing to get back to becoming clear, what are your purposes for what you're doing? And I don't mean the purpose of the business like something you'd put in a business plan, but in your heart, why are you doing what you're doing? What is the difference you want to make? What is the contribution you want to make? Because when you can become clear about that, then the focus, ease, and grace part come a lot more easily. And in in other podcasts, we'll talk about focus and then ease and then grace. But for right now, at the beginning of the year, am I willing to become clear about why it is I'm even doing this? Because when you do, I promise, I promise, it's going to give you some stability, some resilience. Because you can always fall back on that when things go sideways. And, you know, that's what happens in life. We plan for things and sometimes they don't turn out the way we planned. But we can always go back to our purposes for doing what we're doing. So, I hope this is clear. (laughs) Let's talk on clarity.
1: Yes. And I think last time in our podcast, you were saying that, you know, generally the willingness to do creates the ability to do. So, just being willing to create clarity will lead you to the right, in the right direction as well.
0: It absolutely will. Kalika is talking about this superpower that you possess, whether you know it or not. And it's your, your ability to be willing. So you can say, really, at the end of this podcast, you can say, well, I don't know how to create this important purpose for my business, and nevertheless, I'm willing. And the minute you say, nevertheless, I'm willing, I promise you, you'll start thinking about it. You'll start creating. So go ahead and do it, and then get in touch with me, and uh, let me know how you did. See you later.